Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I'll Take Three, a movie treasure hunt. Uh, this is our second, ep- no, our first episode. Number one with a bullet. Of the of a new theme. Um, and introductions, I guess, first. So I am Alex, your studious introducer. Introducer? Introductor? <laughs> in in. Introductory course of introductory to podcasting instructor. That's who you are. Yep, that's me. Great. And I am Jacob. I am uh, I am the one who fails the course first day. Uh, I also chose the movie for this week as well as the theme that we are currently uh, covering, which uh, we will speak to in a minute after we get to our third co-host. My name's Kristen, and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> riveting, riveting yep. stuff. I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jacob, you picked the theme and the movie. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the theme first? Yeah, we can start with that. Um, so, the theme that I chose for this for this uh, three-movie trilogy, if you will. Um, trifecta. The trifecta. It's not a trilogy, I guess, because they're not succinct it's um, a spiritual trilogy like yeah there all these movies will make sense Together. we're also going backwards in time with yeah, these movies it's which you haven't said the theme yet but it's time travel <laughs> no it's um it is movies you have to pick a movie from the year you were born and i am the youngest so the movie that are the year that we're starting with is 1993 good old year of our lord um <laughs> that was his good old year that was his good old year <laughs> it took him 1993 years for a good one but he got there and then uh when he started in 1993 he made the movie days and confused and he put jesus made that jesus movie? <laughs> made this movie it was directed by jesus written by jesus and he put he, he used uh he used stage names oh, he used okay. uh he used some stage names, and then he um, he used the stage name of Richard Linklater because he's gonna link back to himself later as Jesus. <laughs> um, no, but it was written and directed by Richard so Linklater. This, so your movie yeah, though is is dazed and confused, right? Yeah, just to... can you, can't you tell because of how dazed and confused I am? <laughs> <laughs> the movie, you are... I'm hyped. I'm excited. I'm ready to talk about Days and Confused because it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really stoked to talk about Jesus on this podcast finally. <laughs> We've been holding off because we didn't think the people were ready. <laughs> now we're going to spread his gospel through we're gonna spread his gospel. the weed we, in the 70s. That's, that's, the way, that's the way that it's supposed to be. It's, look. In God We Trust is on the dollar bill, right? <laughs> okay, let me tell you about George Washington. All right. So back in the day, <laughs> Martha Washington sounds like a great wife is all I know from this movie. Yeah, packing that was a, the biggest thing I learned in this movie. For George Washington after he came back from the White House. Gosh. He was <sighs> if only I had that. Um, <laughs> where do we want to start with this? Uh... We want to talk a little bit more about it. We want to 
get into our history, why we chose the movie, why I chose the movie, what do we want to start with? Yeah, go ahead and uh, break down a little bit of the background of the movie. No. Um, okay. So, when you're recording a movie, in the background, you have background actors. In this movie, they're all high school kids. Is that what you meant? No, but that's interesting. Okay. All the background actors are actual high school kids? No, I have no idea. I made that up. Oh. Um, <laughs> Dang. That was, was interesting. that interesting? Yeah. Oh, I need to I need to write trivia for this movie. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, so this you movie... gotta make sure it's true though. You can't just be <laughs> making up trivia. How do you think? Uh, how do you think I win all the the trivia games? I the trivia awards. The trivia awards because I make up the questions, so only I know the answers. <laughs> the there's a lot of there's there's decent trivia in this, but for the talking about the background of the movie. So the movie was put out in 1993, the year I was born. Hence why we picked it. It was put out September 24th, 1993. Uh, it had a budget of $6.9 million. <laughs> uh, and it brought nice. in a whopping total of $8 million. Jeez, not, not good. A... No bueno. Um, and that's despite the fact that it had an uh, ensemble cast of actors who uh, many became famous. Ensemble now. But yeah, I mean, at the time, at the time they weren't, no, but a lot of them, one in particular became very famous because of this movie, uh, and that's Matthew McConaughey. Uh, Ben Affleck is also in this movie uh, as, as, uh, along with Jason London, uh, Cole Hosser, Parker Posse, uh, Adam Goldberg. Parker (laughs) Posey. I don't care. (laughs) Rory Cochran. Is that Mila correct? Jovovich? Pretty sure it's Mia Jovovich. Yeah, the um, Lucas from Empire Records. He's in this. He's in this. Yeah, a lot of people that. Renee Zellweger. No one knows who that is. She's in this, technically. Who did she play? <laughs> she was a, a background actor, right? Oh. She Kristen. was credited was she a high school as. Student? She was credited as credited as girl in blue truck. <laughs> nice. Yeah, she was a background actor. That's smart. Um, but this movie, basically, what it does is it follows it follows uh, the final day um, of school for a group of uh, ongoing. They were juniors; they're going to become seniors next year, and. Um, Eighth graders are going to become freshmen in high school, and it kind of follows the last day of school um, before that transition summer period uh, of the kids' lives. And they have a hazing period, they have a uh, party period, and a piece of paper that needs to be signed so somebody can play football next year. And that's the basic plot for this movie, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, interesting thing about this movie too is the title of the film is um, derived from a Jake Holmes song, allegedly um, of the same name, (laughs) Um, called "Dazed and Confused." This uh, this movie, despite the fact that it has a very small box office total, uh, is very revered. Uh, Most people know this movie either by title or. Um, by seeing it, um, <laughs> but it is a cult. What? <laughs> what? Most, most, wait, I just wanted to re- repeat don't, what you said. Don't do it. 
Don't question it. Most people know this movie either by title or by seeing it. Yeah. I have hey, this is the first time I've seen this movie, but I knew what it was. I've heard of it. I knew the I knew some lines from the movie, but I'd never seen it. <laughs> no, it's fine. Go on. I I'm done with the podcast. I quit. Okay. I'm over it. Did you guys know that Days and Confused has a 92% rating on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, because it's a good fucking movie, Kristen. <laughs> hey, you don't have to fucking tell me. <laughs> this is my favorite movie. Okay, so back up. This is legitimately <laughs> Kristen's favorite movie. This is my Kristen. number one favorite movie. Kristen, this okay. is a good movie. Okay, you don't have to tell me twice. No, three times. You just told me twice. You don't have to tell me a third Kristen, time. Kristen, do you understand that this is a good movie? <laughs> All right, guys. Sure you follow. I hate to poop on the parade, but... Um, Why would you do that? That's weird. Because that I don't want to pee on a parade. That's like even weirder. Parade? Or rain on a parade. Why did you just say rain on a parade instead of anyway, poop on it? <laughs> um... I am not the biggest <laughs> fan of this movie. Yeah, that's because you're a loser oh, and no one loser. loves you. He's a loser. It's because I'm what? A loser and no one loves you. Oh, jeez. We'll get into that's... it. I'll tell. I'll explain why when, as we go on. I already know why, but that's fine. Okay, we'll get to it. Um, so, like you said, it's got uh, some history with the name. Uh, the budget for this movie, 6.9. Nice. Um, most of it probably spent on the soundtrack, right? Yeah, yeah like, amazing. Like one sixth of the budget was spent on getting the rights to all the great songs that are in the Gosh, movie. Such a good soundtrack to this movie. It opens up with, you know, a little bit of rock and roll. Aerosmith? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's Aerosmith. Isn't it sweet? Sweet emotion. Sweet emotion. Yeah. Sorry, the, I was looking at the soundtrack and it had rock and roll hoochie coo, and I was like, that's not right. Oh, that's I, later I on in the up. movie. <laughs> I just love um, that it opened up. It opens up. You're like talking. About <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to. I was scrolling oh, wait, to the soundtrack, and it was the first I can't one. Even get through it. <laughs> it was the first song on my on my notes. My first note is "Sweet Emotion," great opening track. And but, but I wait. Let me go back again. <laughs> you you starts in goes in with some. Rock and roll. <laughs> it's the seventies, baby. Rock and roll. Oh my god, oh, that's too good. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm excited to talk about it though. Should we touch on back or like our backgrounds of this film? Yeah. So you picked it, Jake. All right. I know you said you had never watched it before. So I've heard the title of this movie before, and that's how I knew it. Um, I'd never seen it. I didn't know much about it in terms of, like, the actual plot of the movie, or I didn't even know that Matthew McConaughey – I didn't know that Matthew McConaughey became famous because of this movie or any of that kind of stuff. Um, I didn't really know much about the movie when I picked it other than I thought it was about weed and – it was a classic movie to which I said, okay, 1993, weed, good movie, my kind of movie. <laughs> so I picked it. And I'm glad I did. Nice. What about well, you, Alex? Let, let me let Kristen go first because okay. my history of the movie is just tied into hers. So Okay. Kristen. So this, like we said before, is like 
It's my number one movie. Um, I love this movie. I don't know why. Like I saw it. I think I first saw it in like middle school, and I just fell in love with it. And I became like obsessed with the seventies for a while. But this is like a movie that I just watched over and over and over again. Like I would watch. I'd watch it every day. Like I don't know why I loved it so much. Um, it's like, it causes like a nostalgia for me, even though I didn't even live in the (laughs) (laughs) seventies, but it gives me that feeling, you know? And so it's always been one of my favorite movies and I'm really happy you picked it, Jake, because I loved watching it again. It's been a while since I actually watched it. So it's been a while. Yeah. 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 When was the last time you, oh, sorry. Oh no, you go ahead. when, When was the last time you watched it before this? You think how long has it been? God, it's been a couple of years. I just haven't like gone out of my way to watch it because I wanted to leave some. I've been trying to do this with some of my favorite movies, leave time in between, <laughs> so I could rewatch the movie again with like not uh, seeing it every day. <laughs> but it's been like a couple of years since I've seen it, so it was really cool watching it again. Nice. Yeah, and so my. I've never had seen this movie until Kristen, you know, wanted me to watch it when we were together. I think it back, was back then, back in the old days when you guys were together. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike now, how we're together, so it's like it's yeah. totally different together. <laughs> um, but yeah, she showed it to me. Um, didn't didn't particularly care for it. Uh, and had not watched it since until last night. So. That is my history of the movie. That's bonkers, bro. <laughs> Halfway through watching this movie, I said, "I said I gotta watch this movie tomorrow because it's so fucking good. I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it again." Did you watch it today? No, I had to work today. <laughs> <laughs> and I I watched uh, a bunch of stuff that I shouldn't have been watching for multiple hours while I was at work because all I do while I'm at work is watch TV. Is wait for a call or a chat. Yeah, just wait, wait. Well, I'm not even on chats. I'm just on emails and calls. And we, uh, Saturdays are very slow, apparently. Yeah. And uh, it's the opposite of my other job, where Saturdays are the busiest days. I was going to say Saturdays for for my job is pretty busy, too. I uh, I actually took a, I was trying to figure out, trying to do some math and some thinking about how busy we are on other days compared. And... Yesterday when I got on, I think we had a total of closed conversations like 6,000. Uh, by the time I got on at 1 o'clock, when I got on today, we were at like 1,500. So Holy cow. Yeah, That's it's crazy. It, much slower today <laughs> than usual. It was a wow. boring day. Anyway. <laughs> no, hey, nothing wrong with a good tangent. Speaking of which, um, I noticed you're drinking some wicked... Wicked Reds. Reds, Wicked Apple. I got this stuff the other day because I saw it was like 8.5% alcohol. 8% alcohol, baby. And I can't remember what it's called. Do you remember what it was called, Kristen? I don't know, but it was gross. (laughs) Kristen didn't like it. I'm going to go grab a can really quick and show you. It was really gross. Vamp. I couldn't. Yeah, I I I couldn't drink it. I like the 8% because I can drink. It's a big can. It's like 24 ounces. I can drink one can before I go to bed, and it gets me right. Like, not where I'm, like, drunk, but, like, where I'm not sober. You know what I mean? Kind of a, eh. 
And it makes You're me buzzed? Sleep. Yeah, I'm buzzed. It makes <laughs> me, and it makes me so sleepy, and it's so easy to go to sleep. Here it is. Schilling Hard Cider Excelsior. It's got a oh, draft. That's awesome. With the astronaut helmet in space. That is so cool. And then, and then it's got, like, this message that says, like, Dear Earthlings, and it has, like, this big, long letter. <laughs> you send me a picture of that so I can read it. Okay. It's good. Maybe, it's, maybe um, we'll post a picture on our Twitter with it. It's it's because it's so strong. It's more you know has a lot more beeriness to it, but I like it. And mm. it's you know kicks. It does its its job. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday when I was watching Days and Confused, I drank two of these, which was a bad idea. <laughs> and <laughs> at some point in time, I don't know if I had fallen asleep and then woken up and typed this out. Or what happened, but I woke up to some crazy message on my phone that I, like, I think I, like, spoke to text it, and it is <laughs> bonkers. So is if you'd it, like me to read that, I'll read that for you, because it's crazy. I mean, do you think it's good podcast material? I don't know. I don't think it's words, to be honest with you. <laughs> All right, give us a taste. Okay. Here's, what, here's the first line. You could be elite. You see the dimensions as they are. <laughs> Was this you talking? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And then it says, oh, excuse me. Then it says, you see reality as it is, uh, and no one could be as good as you. Uh, You could be like Matthew McConaughey or even Adam Sandler, is what it it says. (laughs) And this was, this came from you. This came from me. You were like hyping yourself up. (laughs) I I was hyping myself up while I was like, trying to go to sleep and like pretty drunk and i just got done watching days and confused <laughs> and then at the very end it says it's very long so i kind of cut some pieces out but yeah. at the end it says uh i could be myself i could be good i should be okay i could be great i could be real <laughs> so there you go oh is that good sorry podcasting? my my stuff froze really quick what was the very last part of that again i'm sorry uh I could be good. I should be okay. I could be great. I could be real. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's amazing. Oh, wow. Yep. I don't know where Adam Sandler came from, but... You should write, like, a motivational book or something. (laughs) (laughs) I can see see dimensions. You are good. (laughs) You should throw in ad like Adam Sandler stuff just all the time. <laughs> you know, I was reminded of Adam Sandler from this movie because his love interest from um, Big Daddy is in this. That little kid? No, <laughs> his love interest. <laughs> no, I think me and you watched a different movie. <laughs> I can't remember what her name was in Big Daddy or in this movie. I, can't, I haven't seen Big Daddy in forever. I Big watched Daddy's it a so few good, months though. ago. It's really good. I don't know. For some reason, every time I think about watching an Adam Sandler movie, um, I always think about uh, Happy Gilmore instead or Billy Madison. I never think about um, the one you just not, said. Not Mr. Little Nicky? Or, no, uh, no, I got, no. Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds I watch all the time for some reason. I don't know why. Not all the time, but every time I turn on an Adam <laughs> Sandler movie, it's always that one. And then I always think, why don't I watch a different Adam Sandler movie? Why don't I watch Little Nicky? And then I did, and it was great. And I said, damn it, I should watch this movie more. Why Everybody don't I watch Little Nicky? 
I said, everybody should watch Little Nicky. I don't know if you've seen it recently or ever. I have not seen it recently. But it's so funny. I'm pretty sure I legitimately peed my pants when I watched that movie recently. <laughs> I used to um, um, reference, get in the flask, Adrian. Get in the flask. <laughs> <laughs> get in the flask. Pope- Popeyes is so good. <laughs> Popeye's chicken is the shiznit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we um get back to days and confused now? Yeah. What else? Did we have uh anything else we needed to say about the background or ours? Or are we getting right into the movie? I think I'm ready. Okay. So it's 1976. Speaking of 76. The 76ers. <laughs> 76. Th- 1776. Nin- yeah, 1976. Okay. So I was trying to watch this movie with a lens. Um, like a camera? You should have used your eyes. Because I didn't see you holding a camera. <laughs> he's, wa- he's got his phone up to the TV and he's watching it <laughs> through his phone. <laughs> this is what I mean. Um, Jacob, you and I are brothers. Our mom was... <laughs> You know, <laughs> about 21 years old, the Never. day of this movie was set, and our dad was 14 years old, the day this movie was set. So, the six, they were almost you know, our dad was right around the age of those freshmen, and our mom a little, you know, older than, mm-hmm. of course, the seniors, but just... um. Just she really was probably like uh, Matthew McConaughey's character's age. <laughs> probably. Yeah. He was probably a little older, but he was kind of in his mid-20s. Yeah. I, I was thinking he might have been like 23, like tops. That's like, what I, I thought. Thinking. I was yeah. like, he's still like, you know, like he's like, young. Like he knows all of the people by name. Like like he was in high school probably when they were mm-hmm. freshmen. He was a senior type, type dealio is what I was getting from it. So one thing too with this movie is it gave me just major American graffiti vibes because you've got that older guy who, you know, can't, won't get out of the town, keeps hanging out with all the younger pit people, just like Matthew Conaghy in this. And, um, shoot, it's been a while since I watched that American graffiti, but you. you know, that John. guy, John Milner. Yes. Yeah. Milner. Yeah. Um, same, you know, same concept. You, and then you've got, you know, the all the all night, um, you know, changing the ways of their their life throughout the night. Uh, you've got younger people mix, you know, mingling with the older cr- crowd in school, like you did with Milner and, um, you know, who, he, um, he was hanging out with in the truck, not or the hot rod. Um, you've got yeah, the iconic I, yeah. soundtrack. You've got the um, just you know, cruising going on. You know what else it reminds me of too, and it's also one of my other favorite movies, hmm. um, Empire Records, because it's like kind of just like the day in the life of a teenager in yeah. that time. Like, yeah, well, they're all that's kind why of like I think that's why I like those those movies and why this one is like one of my is my favorite too, is because it's just a day in the life of that person, you know, of that person at that time. Like, I don't know why it's, it's just cool to see like them go through just a, just a 24 day. hours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of similar to Nick and Nora's infinite playlist too, even. Oh yeah. 
And they're wow, all kind of coming of age stories. How many of these movies are we yeah. going to do? <laughs> we like it. Uh, those coming of age stories, you know, I know for me, like that's probably my favorite type of movie, you know. Um, yeah. Just, I mean, my favorite my favorite movie is Stand By Me. Yeah, it's coming of age story. Which is a coming of age story. So. Yeah, mine is Perks of Being a Wallflower, coming of age story, you know. Totally. And I can uh, definitely see why this would be Kristen's because this one is so good. And even though it's 76, you know, way beyond our ages because um, we're – because we're young and hip. Um, definitely relatable, even though my life was nothing like any of the people in this movie when I was in high school. Yeah, I know. I I remember seeing your tweet that you wish you were a teenager in the 76. Yeah, in the 76. Yeah. Because <laughs> this, this movie is what I used to imagine high school was like for people in high school with me, except they were in high school, and I was somehow not really in high school. I was just around everybody who was in high school, and everybody else was living high school, and I was just there, and everybody else was doing what's happening in this movie. Does that make sense? And I just, like, went home and did my homework and did nothing ever. And um, and everybody else went to parties. Pa- at, you know, pined tower. after the girl next door. What yeah. about that? Yeah, I did that. I didn't pine after her. I... Was madly in love with her, and it's a difference, kid. (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah, I know. Same for me. I didn't really. I was a lot like that. My high school experience. So, I was. uh, I was the three. The the, you know the three. uh, The girl, and then the the guy who Adam Goldberg's character. Yeah, I'm. I'm them. That's me. Yep. Same. Agreed. Super relatable. Kristen. And then they finally go to that party. Go ahead, Kristen. Who like what's your relation? Um, you know, do you see yourself as any of the characters f- from my high school experience? Um, no. <laughs> no, interesting. I don't know. I kind of bounced around from friend group to friend group. I kind of didn't. I was. I mean, I wasn't like with like the popular kids and all of that stuff. I know I rebelled a lot my senior year. Um, kind of checked out. That whole year, says busy. <laughs> you were busy thinking about George Washington's crops. Yes, Smart. I was. I wish I was doing that. I could. I should have been. I was too busy trying to be a good student for some reason. But yeah, yeah. I, there's no nobody in particular. I guess. Not. Um, I'd probably say maybe, yeah, maybe her. I was just thinking that. I was like, maybe that redheaded girl, because she was kind of just like there, you Mm -hmm. know, like just chill and everything. Like, I think that might have been more of where I was, but I was kind of more like the silent, like stay under the radar kind of person for a while. And then, like I said, my senior year was just uh, different. (laughs) That's funny. Very different. You guys know how bad I am with names, so I can't remember the the guy who's like the the high guy who's got like the bong at the very beginning. You making a bong in in woodshop class? Slater. 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 Yeah, I was gonna say. Gosh, I, I wish I remember I was, his name. I wish I was that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm that guy now. Played uh, by the guy from um, Empire Records. Empire Records. Well, and I we you know we're recording this, and it's uh, the twenty fourth of April, so. Uh, 420 recently happened, um, and I will say that 
I was very sad to not be able to partake in my favorite holiday this year. So, are you not able to get anything around your area? Not. It's. I had. I was previously, and then my connect like stopped hitting me back for some reason. I don't know if he changed his number or what. And then, then somebody else I was getting it from was like jipping me, and so I didn't want to deal with that anymore. And so then I started getting it from. Uh, from Illinois whenever I make that trip every two weeks and it's cheaper and stronger and I just gotta cross state lines illegally so that reminds me of that Kanye West song it's cheaper stronger gotta cross straight li- state lines illegally <coughs> but it's fine because <laughs> I am Kanye alright um we should probably hop into the movie here so Moon my favorite the thing movie already? Okay. Um, about the movie was these two Universal logos at the beginning. You had the new one, and then it went to the old one. And the uh, I missed one. that. Old I think that's that just the digital release, because I had this on DVD, and it didn't have two Universal yeah, logos. Yeah, probably just the new one for, yeah. you know, to keep that one fresh, and then yeah, actually the that. old one that came with it. Um, yeah, which was awesome. Then it had that Gramercy, Gramercy logo, which was just really nostalgic looking, too. So that that was cool. I liked that. I love good yeah. logos in, in in the opening of movies. Well, in the song that you know that rock and roll song that I mentioned previously, "Sweet Emotion," <laughs> you know, great great opening track. Sweet emotion. Yeah. Okay. Um. Sorry. <laughs> uh. I wrote here in my notes too as yeah. it was fading in and get you know get, you're getting the first look. I wrote, "Look at that car." And that joint. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wrote weed exclamation point. <laughs> so, so my first kind of note when they're in the when they're actually in the school and every, they're doing the opening shot it's before classes started, going over all the kids. Um, so high school, nineteen seventy six. Uh, everyone's talking and hanging out and. You know, by the cars and by the lockers, and I just thought about how, how different uh, being a teenager then in 1976, and even, you know, as we grew up, how much different it is now, with yeah. all of our social media and our phones and everybody compared to then, and just like, I don't know, I just like stopped and thought about that for a while when I was when that opening scene started, because it's just, you know, it just seemed so nice, and everybody seemed to. Be socializing and have friends and conversations. I don't know. It just seems so much better than (laughs) what it is now. Yeah, totally. It's it's something that, like, I I guess it's hard to say we're not in it. But, yeah, like, you can never unplug now. You can't. You can't get off. There's nothing. nothing. You can't can't get away from it. And, you know, that's the whole thing with, you know, the generations and, um, you know, the millennials is the first generation with, oh my gosh, sorry, my cat just threw up. That is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> hey, that made me think, Kristen, is your audacity recording? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my boss was telling us a story the other day where she was doing an interviewing somebody, you know? Um, for a job mm-hmm. and she's like 
my dog came up, up, walked up to my chair. I looked down and it just started throwing up right in the middle of my interview. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <I> <laughs> Oh, my my dog started uh, snoring. Yayo started snoring so loud today when I was on a phone call, and the customer was just like, "Is everything okay?" And I was like, "I'm so sorry. That is my dog. <laughs> He's snoring." And the customer got so happy for some like they were just like, "Oh, oh my funny. dog!" They were so happy about it. Which that's funny. Was interesting, but okay. Back to the movie. Uh, I don't have. Um, my first note was that one. I like when they go into the wood shop and uh, it's got the sign on the little bandsaw or the drill that dude's working. And it says, eyeglasses required and dude's got him on his head. On the top of his head. On the yeah. top of his head. And it held that, held that shot for a while, which I thought was, you know, good job. Yeah, these schools are very... Um, They're very empty. Yeah. There's no which teachers. I know it's the last day of school, but it's like, it's just so weird. There's only two teachers around for the whole thing. There's a woodshop <coughs> teacher who is asleep and who, by the way, is an actual teacher at that high school. There's oh, a, there's, your, cool. there's your fun fact, Alex. I knew that one. And he still works there, apparently, <coughs> at least according to the IMDb trivia. Um, and then there's the young teacher who uh, the football player – no, not the football player. Um, what's his face? Hits on. Yeah, he's a football player. Is he? Well, yeah, but he's mm-hmm. not the quarterback is what I meant. I was thinking yeah. quarterback. He's a football player. Uh and he hits on the teacher, and those are the only two teachers. The young and then one, you have the middle school teacher, junior high teacher. Yep. And he is not. Gonna, he's he's not very cool. He's not gonna let the kids out early. <laughs> yeah. It's like nom to him. Yeah. It's uh. It's kind of funny. Um. In the way that these little kids are gonna get their booties beat by these high schoolers, right, Alex? That's why you like this movie so much. No, that stuff. That. Um. I hate that. I hate the it. Hazing. Just. I hate the hazing. I just, why do these 18-year-olds, 17, 18-year-olds want to go spank these 13, 14-year-old kids with a wooden paddle for no reason? Nobody's impressed by this. Yeah, they are, Alex. Ben Affleck is super impressed. None of it makes, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I think uh, hazing is... Which I know in the movie it's like, you know, they're not showing it like, oh, look how cool this is that we hate. It's like, this sucks. You know, O'Banion sucks. Yeah. But it's just like too too real to me. Very real. See, and my, my take on it was uh, them going to go beat up the middle school kids before they become freshmen is hilarious. That was my take on it. So, in your face, Alex. <laughs> um, I also thought it was funny that, you know, when, when the girls are doing their hazing, uh, somebody even makes a point like, everybody knows we're doing this. Nobody cares. And it's just yeah. like, I guess it's, you know, back, you know, back then that was, people, things were way more laid back in terms of like, yeah, the kids go out and play by yourselves, you know, you could do your own thing, stay out, you know, whatever. It seemed like, uh, at least based on everything that I've heard and read about the time and how it was portrayed in this movie very realistic and compa- mm-hmm. definitely compared to how it is now you know it's so so different because like you can't send your kids out by themselves and to go play until dark you know like used to do when even we were kids i don't know i think it depends but um uh, Kristen. 
Didn't you say, like, when you went from middle school to high school, what were the seniors doing? Didn't you have say, tell me something? Um, so I didn't, like, see this happen because I didn't go, I didn't walk where they were walking. So, um, you could walk from the middle school to, like, this popular restaurant in our town, um, and it's a little bit of a walk. It's a couple of blocks, but, um... I've, I heard that the seniors, like the, you know, jun- the new seniors would go drive around with their water balloons at the kids walking from the middle school and they That's would throw funny. water balloons at them. I didn't see it, but I heard it about it. So I don't know if it was real or not. <laughs> so she ran but away from it. I did not run. I had to ride the bus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I lived far away. I had to ride the bus home. I liked in the movie, too, they made some um, references to uh, Watergate yeah. and Woodward and Bernstein yeah. and Deep Throat and all that stuff. Yeah. They, they had some references like that. They also, um, one reference that I really liked was when, uh, I can't remember, it's a guy that looks just like me. Um, but Anthony Rapp's character. Yeah, so he's talking about he's talking to Mike, and he's talking about how his perfect woman, you know, she's got like he's having a dream about a girl or something like that. Yeah, she's got a really nice body, and then she's got the head of Abraham Lincoln, and uh, that's when I wrote down Abraham Lincoln boy looks like me, except <laughs> I except I'm really the high guy, and so I need to, I'm like the, I'm like the looks of this guy, personality of this guy. I wish I was making bongs in woodshop, you know. This is why it's not working. Your air is not going through. Um, let's see. Yeah, and then you need I to like put uh, some gum on there. You need to put some gum on there so it holds the. Yeah, holds it together. I like the. Uh, uh, I like the line that the female teacher, um, when she's speaking to her class before the bell rings, I like what she says. Uh, she says, "The '68 Democratic Convention was probably one of the most bitching times of my life," and then the bell rings. <laughs> And then oh, that's cool. Was, I didn't realize she said that. Yeah, it, it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> that's that's interesting because that was the tri- the Chicago 7, right? 68. Yeah, that was the Chicago. Yep. Yeah, with interesting. The, uh, with, the, with the riot, yep. She was a very, very uh, woke teacher because, you yeah, know, when they was. were leaving, she's like, before you guys go get swept up in all the bicentennial hoorah-rah, just remember that this country was founded by a bun- bunch of white slave-owning immigrants Arist- aristocratic white males yes. who didn't want to pay their taxes mm-hmm. which was um she left out the part didn't want to pay their taxes without representation like, <laughs> if they would have just gave them representation who knows what would happen so they probably would have uh made a bunch of tea in the river right probably not oh wait that's what did happen oh my gosh <laughs> Um, one thing that I noticed previously, but we didn't speak about it, uh, Rand, Randall Floyd with the nickname of Pink. Uh-huh. Whoa, mind blown. Pink Floyd. What is happening? <laughs> Whoa. Wow. How do we not talk about that already? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I- I guess uh, this is why, because we don't have anything to say about it. 
I mean, that's clever of them to do that, but I mean. Is there a Pink Floyd song on the soundtrack? Um, not sure. I don't no, think so, but not. I know in one of the shots of when they were, uh, they were getting out of school and the kids were running away and stuff. I noticed that one of the guys, like one of the background actors, on his paddle was the Dark Side of the Moon album drawn oh, really? on it. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Uh, see, I didn't notice that either. These paddles, too. Where did they come from? From the college. Are they passed they down? They made them. Like, old, they uh, made these paddles. Old, old Callahan, or whatever his name is, is just in his, in, his, in his garage making these paddles as he's failing. Albanian? Class. Yeah. Did you say Callahan? Yeah, whatever. No, <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> it's just so weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ben Affleck. Fred O'Banion. O- what is his name? That's it. You just said it. Banion? It's Fred O'Banion. Yeah, that dude sucks. And we also didn't talk about the fact that he's a second senior, a second time senior. I just did. Oh, did oh, you? Oh, yeah, he really he failed. He looks so old. His class is on purpose. <laughs> All of these guys look so old. I know, but he really He like, really looks old, yeah. Old. Yeah. He looks like McConaughey's age. With that pimp and mustache. Yeah. I uh so I knew McConaughey was in this and I knew Ben Affleck was in this. And before I, I was just like, Okay, I gotta recognize recognize these guys, right? And I kept looking at all you know, before we saw um obviously McConaughey comes later. And I noticed, mm-hmm. I noticed Affleck, and I said, okay, that's Affleck. Is one of these star guys, is this Randall Pink Floyd guy, is this Matthew McConaughey, and I'm just blind? And then the, <laughs> then the, when uh, when old dude is going to have the party at his parents' house because they're going out of town, and the truck yeah. driver comes, and he's got that like messed up nose, and he's got that sudden accent. I was like, is that Matthew McConaughey? Is that how he got famous? Because that like, that really <laughs> sucks. <laughs> and he, I was like, I got to recognize Matthew McConaughey, right? And then he shows up. And then he shows up. I'm like, that's fucking Matthew McConaughey. There he is. There's my boy. Where's your Lincoln at, bro? That's what I said. got to pump it up. Keep doing that. Rap to it. <laughs> School's out for summer. It's my next note. So that song. Well, I have a, I had a couple things line. that um, nothing important, but Adam Goldberg's hair is luxurious. His, oh yeah, it's very thick and long. That's how I like it. <laughs> and um, <laughs> the Adidas shirt that uh, Mitch has. I really want that shirt. It's so just classic and simple. I, uh, a lot of my notes for this movie are, hey, I want that. And just listing things that are involved in this movie are the background movie and things that I want. Like when they go to buy, uh, when they go to buy pot from that, that guy, that chair that he's sitting in, that like egg chair, I want that chair. Oh, yeah. I want it. Can I have it? <laughs> I mean, you'd I, have to buy it. Mike Newhouse's hair. I should. My hair. Why isn't my hair like that? Like, why does it look like this? Yeah. Instead of glorious like that. I should get a mullet. I mean, you're halfway there. Oh, wearing a mullet. <laughs> oh, you lost it. You little, like, literally, hair rhymes with there, and you lost it, Alex. <laughs> That's true, huh? 
Um, and then Affleck looks too old. I wrote, uh, and then yeah, with, when the school's out for the summer comes on. Also, I wrote, uh, and I don't even say I wrote this, but how about that slide on the side of the school building? What is going on there? I think it's where they. It's like a trash chute. Interesting. It just looks like a slide. <laughs> and a kid slides down it too, so You know what's funny? I was uh literally thinking probably gosh, I don't even know, like four days ago. I was I gotta stain my deck, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was looking at the cost of, of deck stain and it's expensive. And part of me was thinking, Man, I should get one of those giant red, like full circle slides and attach it to my deck so I can just slide down from my deck instead of have to go down my stairs. That'd be awesome. And then I realized that that costs lots of that probably costs money, and I would have to figure out how to set that up. <laughs> that would probably cost money. <laughs> and I'm over here complaining that deck stain cost however much, and I'm over here like thinking about you should just put a slide, slide in the um your daughter's bedroom window just from the her window to the backyard. There we go. Straight. That'd be I'll awesome. Just go, it'll just go straight to the trampoline. You know. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That would be cool. Gosh. See, and that's what I, I was thinking, like, man, that would be so cool to have a yard. Like, have a, have a when you're a kid, to have a yard that has a, a slide attached to your deck. That's so cool. Uh, anyway, I didn't do it because uh, I didn't even buy any deck stain. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get on it. Yeah. That w- yeah. That's uh, definitely a grown-up problem. Yeah, it sucks. And then my next thing is, uh, you know, the high school – Kids go to the middle school with their little uh, their little paddles, and uh, the the getting getting chased by that car when they're getting chased by the car it's crazy, dude. Just driving through these neighborhoods, these high school kids driving these cars like this and this truck like this. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. And these middle school kids like they can't have you know t- been driving too long. Reminds me of um, so I had this thing. This happened to me when I was in high school. So I was driving from Snake River High School. I was going to my friend Chase's house. And I had stopped at a railroad crossing. There was a stop sign there. And I was just flipping through my CD book. This was back then, you know. And um, while I was doing that, I was parked next to this house. And this guy drives up to the end of his driveway. And it's a guy who I had um, dated for a minute. Are you a dated? (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) A guy who I had dated his ex. um, And uh, when I moved to Snake River to start going there in sophomore year, um, I was dating her. And so I just show up and this guy hated me. And it was him. And I'm like, oh, great. So I start to drive away and he just starts chasing me in his car you know and like i'm turning um and then uh, the turn off to go to my friend chase's house is right here so i act like i'm still gonna go straight and i just quickly take that turn and so he has to stop and turn around and come back and drive after me and then oh, when wow. he does that he tries to pass me on that you remember that turning road to go to chase's house yeah. Yeah. and like i almost start to go off the road so i like try to slow down and I end up spinning all the way around and the guy just takes off when that happens. 
It was just crazy. That's scary. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've never, uh, I've never been in anything like that. Yeah, it was wild. Um, so that reminded me of that seeing this car chase in this movie. Yeah, it was, and then and then like, uh, the they get to, they get to what what's that what's his name what's the guy's name whose house they get to. Um, I can't remember. Yeah. I can't remember. Carl's Carl is the kid. Carl. Okay, yeah. So yeah, they pull up to Carl's Carl's house and they run up and uh Yeah, Mitch Car- gets out. He's like, "Drop me off with Carl." Yeah. Yeah, and then uh and then then the old lady uh, his mom pulls a shotgun on him and is like, uh, "Get out of here." And then uh that was that was <laughs> good job. Good job, mama, I guess. They're going to get twice whoopings though. <laughs> I love to later on when Affleck like comes back with his friends and he's like, "Do you hear what happened to me? I got a shotgun pulled at me." He's like, "He, I'm the, he's the victim." Yeah, you know, he's the victim. Like, I, I was just gonna paddle her son and this kid with the big wooden paddle in front of their house, and she pulls a <laughs> shotgun on me. What the hell? <laughs> Makes sense. Um, but the and then the girls have a uh, have a have a strange hazing as well. First of all, they got binkies. Binkies, yeah, interesting. And then I was confused at this point in time because the boys obviously they don't want to be hazed. The girls seem to be volunteering for it, or like they're like, yeah. Do you want to like the? I think the high the, school girl. Yeah, go ahead. The boys see the punishment. They see the pain. They don't see oh by going through this hazing you're gonna get to go to the parties. You're gonna be more regarded because you follow along with it and you show them that it doesn't bother you the girls i think are more aware of that they're not having physical pain it's all psychological stuff yeah it's just humiliating them right that's the part of the hazing is just like showing them where they are on the totem pole as they come into high school Mm -hmm. and they're uh more willing to go along with it the girls are in bink. We have the have binkies, and they're getting covered in mustard and ketchup and flour, raw eggs. Having to go be embarrassed in front of the senior boys. Yeah, they have to go get on their knees and propose to the senior boys. And this is where, uh, this is where uh, they mention that everybody seems to be supporting it, uh, including they say that they're selling concessions. Yeah, <laughs> which, <laughs> which like made me laugh so hard. Yeah, that was funny. And they're and they're drinking out of. <laughs> cups when they say that to the yeah. Coke cups <laughs> yeah um it's funny yeah and the some of the stuff like the air raid thing too i was like i didn't understand that <laughs> strange just like the control i guess of them like if i say air raid you have to get on the floor yeah you gotta be in you gotta be in charge and you know when they go to the party they tell the girl to air raid later and you know she doesn't do it she doesn't do it um and then I told Kristen. W- yeah, go ahead. Um, if I was the young kid who was running away from the paddling, and when I finally get caught, I told her I was like, you know, the best way to get out of this is to just go so into it, be like, oh yeah, paddle me again, come on. <laughs> and I was like, they would leave you the hell alone. But then I was like, that would probably just ruin though your entire reputation. <laughs> yeah, you, you probably would not be going to the uh, to the parties at the moment yeah, hour. <laughs> so. I was like, that would be very short-sighted, but at least you'd be left alone. <laughs> so you're worried about the pain, Alex. You're not worried about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Um, I also um, thought so that you know there's the group of the high school, the football players and stuff. Um, and I can't remember his name, but they have the token black guy with them. Yeah. And man, Benny. he is Benny. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. I didn't think his name was Benny, the black guy. Oh wait, I think. Benny is a different kid, I think. Donnie. No, Mel. It's Mel. Melvin Spivey. Yeah. Um, he was a terrible actor. Like, every <laughs> t- every line he would read was so wooden. His reactions to what was happening. It was just, he was, like, overacting yeah. sometimes. Like The whole, everything he did in this movie, <laughs> I just was like, man, this... They're, I mean, they're all young. None of them are probably great actors. I would say Ben Affleck and McConaughey, of course, which shows why they became stars. But yeah, yeah, his was just so bad. <laughs> yeah, McConaughey is so good in this movie. Yeah, he's, he's really a good actor. His character is terrible, but he's a good, good Yeah, good his char- character is gross. And then Affleck, I mean, his, he does so good in this. You legitimately hate oh, you him. hate him. Yeah. Yeah. Hate him. Even after he gets uh, paint all over him, you still hate mm-hmm. him. Um, yeah, my next thing is about the egg chair and how I want to have that egg chair. And then my my note immediately after that is, I also should get an El Camino. So, <laughs> El Caminos are cool. They're so cool. I want El Camino. It's a low rider. Such a good soundtrack, you guys. Right in the back of an El Camino. As a kid, was a skid. No one knew me by name. Trash my own house party because nobody came. Yeah. What song is that? Is that in too deep? No, but it's some 41. It's Fat Lip. Ah, dang it. So close. (laughs) I haven't listened to some 41 in forever. It's good. It's good. Um, So Um, during that scene where um, they're at Pickford's house. Pickford. um, The party house. Yeah. They're at his house and he's like walking around with his shirt open and stuff. I was like, dang, he's really fit. <laughs> yeah, he is shredded. Like when he yeah. comes outside and you really see it in the sunlight. <laughs> yeah, that he guy has is like shredded. a six pack. Like and he's supposed to be the big super the stoner drug dealer. <laughs> that, that that was me when I was in high school too, guys. I was I was shredded. But you weren't right. a stoner drug dealer. I know, I didn't have that go- I I did it like I did it backwards, you know. I was fit. And then became the stoner. And then it became the stoner drug dealer, yeah. Um, I, he's so clever, too, to get rid of the cake guy. Yeah, super smart. Yeah. It's like, so this is the wrong house, right? And he's, like, using his eyes to. Yeah. But it totally didn't work. <laughs> I know. They part. I mean, they got the cakes somewhere else. Yeah. His parents were like, oh, hell no. Like, <laughs> this mm. is not happening. His dad's like, we well, his dad work. was. His yeah. mom was like, really? Like, let's just go. <laughs> well, and it was so smooth, too, when uh, when they first go up to the house and they're packing the car. And they're like, oh, you guys all going? And they're like, no, no, dude's going to be here. The high school kid's going to be here. Oh, it's like, oh, cool. Let's go inside then. Like, acting like they didn't know about the trip, acting like they didn't know about the parents going away. I love, too, the dad, when they, after the cake stuff happens, he's like, you guys know anything about a party going on here? This, And they're like, no, of course oh. not. <laughs> like, they'd really tell him. <laughs> I know. And then people keep coming to the door, like, later on. Oh, yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> it's like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> um, we also left out, too, that note. You know, 
uh, or not note the um agreement the the pledge, yeah, the that pledge. he has to sign yeah so yeah, yeah you're you know the Probably the the main character of the movie. Yeah, Randall Pink Floyd, a.k.a. the, the quarterback. The quarterback. So the coaches want him to sign an agreement that he won't do drugs, drink, um, be staying up too late. Yeah, he's got to throw for 2,000 yards next season. And so he's, uh, yeah, it's great. The small town mindset, like they're just an old guy, like yeah. hanging out yeah. with the high school quarterback. And he like, like, grabs his like, little skinny arm. Yeah. And he's like, you got to throw for 2,000 yards. That's their life. Like, their life revolves around the high school football. It's so crazy. Well, and here's my theory. So that old man is, like, basically David Wood, like, Matthew McConaughey's character, but, like, grown up. Because he's, like, the dude who hangs around the high school his whole life. Like, he was probably the quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys had that in your high schools, but my high school definitely had that guy who, like, hung around. And when I was in high school, I don't know why I used to think that guy was cool. Like, I used to think the guy was so cool, but it's so dumb. Oh, yeah. It's it's all about you're cool to the people you're impressing upon. But, yeah, yeah nobody else thinks you're cool. It's crazy. That's like, um, I'm sure, Kristen, you probably could mention on this, but you watched this when you were a teenager. Did you think the Wooderson, that's his name, right, Wooderson? Yeah, Wooderson. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did you think he was creepy then? Or did you just think, oh, that's cool that got this older guy hanging out with him? What was, do you remember? <laughs> I remember thinking it was cool. <laughs> yeah. It's cool, yeah. baby. It's cool. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all older people are cool to you when you're a teenager. Like, yeah. Did you see that sick-ass mustache, bro? Dude, it's cool. It's like, this this old older person wants to hang out with us. Yeah. Yeah, you're so... You, it's awesome to you then. Can, then you when you get older, beer. you're like, yeah. why does this older guy want to hang out with young people? Yeah, it's very um, problematic. <laughs> it's also sad. You know, it's so sad, too, you know? Totally. Um, Which, I mean, that's what it's portraying. You know, it's yeah. portraying him as problematic. But at the same time, they he's too cool, too. He's so like, cool. Yeah. And the way that uh, when when he, like... People are leaving and coming to the bar that he's hanging out, and the way he's like outside smoking and chit chat, and then just goes in and plays pool, and he's so cool. Yeah. Um. I wrote at at this point, you had all the hazing going on, and then you have creepy McConaughey getting introduced. I wrote, I prefer American Graffiti <laughs> in my notes. Yeah, I'm so. the opposite. I would way want I. American Graffiti, I did not like it at all. See, it's so funny. I got such creepy vibes from Graffiti, and I hated Graffiti because it was so creepy, and I felt like so much. And this movie, I feel the opposite about. Interesting. It's very yeah. interesting. It's super interesting. Because I, I didn't like American Graffiti at all because I was like, it's so creepy. Like, it just feels. I don't, everything about American Graffiti to me just felt very. I feel like almost the way you feel about this. Exactly. It's so strange. <laughs> That is. I think it it must have something to do with. I really identify with um, Richard Dreyfuss's character in American Graffiti, and you really identify with the character in this movie. I don't know if I really identify with him that much because he's not even that big of a character. Like I was just like, if well, I was so, in sorry. This I movie, mean, um, I was thinking more of you identify with the Anthony Rapp's character, the nerdy wallflower 
guy. Yeah, I was gonna say that's what I was. That's what I was talking about. Is I, he was oh, barely okay. even in this movie. Yeah, and so I didn't really, like. I was like, okay, that's probably me in this movie, but. But you also like, get to see this through rose-colored glasses. Like, oh, I wish I could have been that guy. Yeah, too. exactly. And that's and that's kind of how I. It's like I was. It's almost like okay, I wish. I wish I was that nerdy guy who went to that party because he at least went to one party. I never even went to a – you know what I mean? Yeah. I was jealous of that guy even though he's so lame. Yeah. Uh, and I – now I'm like I wish I was – I wish I was a pot-smoking guy because that feels way more like who I actually am. And if I was myself then, I would have probably been happier, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I wish I was taller. I wish I was a baller. I, wish I, <laughs> I was a... just thinking that. <laughs> That's so funny. Do you guys wish you had a six four and Paula? I do. <laughs> I was telling Kristen the other day. I was like, yeah. that song came out in the nineties. I don't know why we were talking about this. It must have just popped in my head. <laughs> apparently whatever I said. You're the one that sang it. <laughs> yeah, apparently whatever I said made both of you guys think about it. So Yeah, I was gonna say you thought about it too, Kristen. Yeah, but I didn't say it. You did. Um but, you know, that song came out in the 90s. A 6-4 Impala was like a 30-year-old vehicle by then. Mm-hmm. That'd be like us singing about a, a vehicle from the 90s now. <laughs> Got that 97 Camry, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where are we at? Oh, um, you get, uh, you know, the baseball game. Baseball game beating afterwards. Yep. Um, and then the quarterback guy. The, this is the first part of the... Of the the movie where I'm like, all right, finally one of these older um, high school boys is redeemable. <laughs> like, they all seem annoying to me until him. I mean, even before that, like, you can tell that Randall was kind of the more redeemable yeah. teen out of all of them. Because he kind of floats through different friend groups, even though he's right. the quarterback. Because, like, he hangs out with those, um, those one kids the anthony rap guy and the other guy and the girl like they play poker like yeah. every week and stuff and he like hangs out with the stoners and like he's I just think, an all-around good guy i think i just didn't get enough you know that early part of the movie i didn't understand the clicks enough yet so it, that didn't really register with me yeah it's really cool that like he did take mitch under his wing and mm-hmm. You know, and he, like, tried to include him. Made fun him. of O'Banion with him and gave him, yeah. like... Advice. Talk, yeah. Yeah, and it's, well, and it's pretty obvious and that he And he invited him of, out, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of... Well, and it's kind of obvious that he, see, he almost sees himself as, you know, that, you know, he was the star baseball player. He's the star football player, you know. He got beat up and he was nervous as a kid and, uh, during the, fa- the hazing. And uh, it kind of seemed like he related to that kid a lot. With the redeemable characters and such, I really felt like there were only a couple of, like, really bad, like, you know, bad quote-unquote characters. No, uh, nobody, you know, yeah. Yeah, no, Malahan, or not Malahan, I don't know why he called O'Banion. O'Banion. <laughs> well, you called I him like Callahan just, earlier. Yeah, it's something, y'all. It's something O and Lalalan. Um, <laughs> O'Mandalorian. O'Mandalorian. It's Benny Man. oh, no, wait, Benny O'Donnell or somebody else. <laughs> Uh, Fred. Ronald McDonald. Fred Fred O'Banion, yeah. Fred O'Banion. And then, obviously, uh, Matthew McConaughey's character. Bad guy. Well, then you've also got um, 
Parker Posey's character. Who who does he play? Let me see. Um, that's a female. That's, yeah, she plays like the head senior <clears throat> girl. Like she's. Oh yeah, she's a total. She's like a, the bitch. Which and, so this movie, you've got the hazing scene with the girls, and you barely have anything happen with the female characters the rest of the movie like this movie mean? really does very little with the female characters you have the older sister who uh you know is who does nothing makes out with the football player for a second uh-huh. and then you have the old blonde girl who high school who middle school boy like er, who likes middle school boy yeah she's and got then you have not, the nothing going who, on you know, she uh, she's driving the car, and Matthew McConaughey hits on her, so that's something. <laughs> exactly. They're just they just don't do a good job with the female characters. In yeah, this movie. they didn't they didn't tell like a story for them. Like they they hit on some stuff, but not a lot. Like they talked about like that Sabrina girl, the middle schooler. Mm-hmm. She um, she's got an interesting arc, but like she barely does. Yeah. Much in the movie. And then, of course, the Mitch's sister. And the Par- Parker Posey's character really doesn't do a whole lot. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I think it's mainly because, like... Oh, jeez. <laughs> mainly because Richard Linklater wrote this, and he based it on, like, his real life. Like, his real high school experience. Because I read this thing where he, like got sued by his old friends in high school because of it because they didn't give it their permission to use their likeness and their names because he used like their last names oh yeah that's that's not a good idea or something like that yeah it was like their real names or their last names or something yeah but um nothing came of it because it was like past the time frame or whatever Mm -hmm. and so um they didn't get anything out of it but they did sue him for that so but he based a lot of it on his personal story. So I think that's why a lot of the female characters don't have a lot of a story in it is because he probably didn't focus on that. Like yeah. he was focusing it mainly that's, on his perspective. That's where I've got to give big ups to George Lucas because he um, still, I think, underserved his female characters, but at least um, I can't remember anybody's no, names. In that I think movie. it's about the same. I think I'm it's about th- the same. I'll be honest. The I don't remember anything really about Toads. The girl Toad sees, like she gets, you really get an identity with her, and then Ron Howard's girlfriend, um, the girl from Vernon and Shirley. Yeah, we know who you're talking She's about. A, you don't have to think of their okay. characters' names. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a a real arc with it. Um, you know, she she ends up really, you know, coming out victorious in their, um, you know, arguments and stuff. And then you've got the um, young girl with Milner. I don't know. I think it's about the same. I agree. I think it's about the same. Because George Lucas wrote that one, too, about him. I know, like exactly. His, That's what I'm saying. Life. I think he did a better job portraying the female characters. I don't think... I don't. I think they both did a crap job portraying the female characters. Look, the only character I care about I think about you're just is... trying to say that American Graffiti is better than Days and Confused. I'm making an argument for that. Yeah. The only character I remember from American Graffiti is the okay. Wolfman. 
Who thinks Days and Confused is better than American Graffiti? Matthew McConaughey. What? Matthew McConaughey <laughs> does. Matthew McConaughey, see? So that's it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know that. I know that. I texted him. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, you got to join on you, man. Uh, No. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. Yeah, that's right, a classic all right, line. All right. I know he has two just like iconic lines. He's got a few. Iconic no, three, lines. three yeah. iconic lines, but one of them is very problematic. Which one? The uh, that's the thing about <laughs> high school girls. I get older and they stay the same age. I used to say that in high school all the time for some reason. I didn't know what it was from. I didn't. Really well, I remember seeing it on fa- Family Guy, so I bet that's where you picked it. It might up have been from. from that. Yeah. I, but I used to say it all the time in high school. I'm like, I'm in high school. What am I talking about? Like, what are you doing, Jake? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. All right, his, all right, all right. His other famous line is the, um, you just got to keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N. Which is funny because, you know, his production company is J-K-L, Just yeah, Keep just Living. Just Keep Living. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Which he based off that line. Yeah, that's cool. Um, he also has a line later on where he, he talks to the, the redheaded girl, which I thought was the best line in the whole movie when he's sitting on her, when he says, uh, when he's sitting on the girl in the redhead, when he's sitting in the redhead and she's in the car and he says, uh, she's got her own car and she says, yeah, I love that. He's like, you need a ride. He's like, you should just ditch the two geeks you're with now and hop in with us, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, figure we'll talk that about later. that later. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> he's very smooth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so funny. That part too, where the like the guys that were in the car with her were like, after he w- drove away, he, they were like, "Oh, why? Like, why are you smiling?" And she's like, "I don't know. I thought he's kind of cute." Yeah, that's kind of cute. And then they're like, "Why? Like, he's o- he's older than us. We were like four years old when he graduated." <laughs> I know. They're like, "Ah, oh, this sucks." And then she's like, "Are we still gonna go?" <laughs> and they're like, yeah, like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I love they, um, I don't know who does it, but they vandalize those two statues to look like Gene Simmons and yeah. oh, one of the, um, another Kiss member. Mila Jolovich, Jovovich, his character does that. Oh, does there was she? a lot more scenes to that, but they cut that out. She actually had a lot of more dialogue and like scenes in the movie, but they cut them all out. I wonder if like, that's she what was devastated. with some of the female characters. She was devastated when that happened. Like she stopped acting for a little bit because oh, of it. Wow. They lay because that's my that's my thing with this movie. They lay a lot of groundwork for the female characters early on, and then they just kind of get forgotten about in the second half of the movie. There was something I was reading about, and it mentioned the kiss figures, but I can't remember what it was now. I also oh, um, are you talking about like when Jean, Gene Simmons yeah, bought them? Yeah, exactly. And then he sold them at a, a kiss auction. For oh, like six thousand cool. dollars, yeah. Cool that he bought them. Yeah, that's less cool, cool that he just sold them. <laughs> <laughs> um, why? Why is the junior high having a dance on the last day of school? That's weird, isn't it? it, it was that a thing like, that they did back then? Well, it kind of seemed like that was like the you know the hangout type of thing for to make sure the kids didn't go get in trouble. But they were like making out and stuff at the there yeah weird 
Because it almost yeah, that was the alternative to going out and getting drunk and doing those dangerous things. Yeah, which I remember schools would do, like graduation night, yeah. stuff like that, prom, yeah, after stay prom after prom. Yeah. yeah. But it just seemed weird to me that the junior, because junior high, you wouldn't think as much about it as you would high school. And it's a just it just seemed like a dance, too. Yeah, it was strange. Yeah. It was very weird. But dude was, dude was getting lucky. He's about to get second base. Um, <laughs> I love the uh, the idea that like that when that they got that that trunk of beer when yes, they, uh, just around, full of beer. Yeah, so much ice in there though. That's got to ruin. That's got to ruin that the car. trunk. Yeah, I mean you've got it. laid down enough trash bags or something. Maybe. Um, let me see. I had one more thing uh, that I wanted to mention previously. Okay, so um, I like. I don't, wait, yeah, going back to the trunk full of beer. Yeah. I like to, after they get done paddling that kid, he still throws him a beer. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's cool. nice. Like, that that guy was a little redeemable, too, because he wasn't engaging in the paddling as much as the as O'Banion and um, Melvin were. Yeah. Well, O'Banion is, he's a bad o- apple. O'Banion's you know? terrible, yeah. He's terrible. I really like, I can't remember his name, but that the guy who throws the beer. Um, he's Benny? Was that? That's Benny. That's yeah. Benny? That guy seems... Like, I feel like that guy should have been a star. He just seems so cool and unique. He, he just, he really reminds me of like a, I don't even know. But his, his character, um, it He's seems really. Some, are you talking about like the actor or the character? The actor. <laughs> but I was, I was just going to say his character seems so creepy at first, but the actor is so good with him. Like, I really think he seems it, like I want to hang out with this guy. <laughs> I've seen him in something, pre- like, recently. He's in some stuff. Interesting. He was in Goodwill Hunting, Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh, he's in that Yellowstone show, too. Oh. That's but where I've seen so, him. He's so funny, too, like, when they go to that um, gas station. And he's yeah. like, all right, I'm going to go steal this stuff. I just need the freshman as a lookout. And he pulls the freshman <laughs> oh, out. Oh, like, you're talking about... Um, Cause you're talking about, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the guy who Cole throws Hauser. him the beer, yeah. No, that's Sasha, Sasha Barton. Yes, that guy. Sasha. Sasha Jensen. Sasha Jensen, yeah. Him, yep, that guy. That's who I want to. I just want to hang out with that guy. Oh, he was in yep. Halloween Four. That guy was cool. I gotta rewatch Halloween Four. But yeah, when he pulls him out at the, he's like, I need him as the freshman as a lookout, and he pulls, he's like. I'm, I'm not really going to steal. I'm going to buy it. But we just, this, you know, we'll run away when I come out. Um, that was just like, what a fun, you know, um, threat-free <laughs> fun thing to just do. See, but I felt like he was telling him that so he wouldn't get, like, freaked out. And I think he actually stole the stuff. No, he didn't. When they got in the car and then the guy I showed never, up with. Dude, dude ran from the middle aisle. Out of the store. He didn't go up to the register. No, because when they get back yeah, up to yeah, the car. when they get into the car. And then car, that guy shows up with yeah, the he gun. Mentions, he says something. He, yeah, he's, he's like, like, I paid for the beer, man. Yeah, because he was like, just give him the beer. Because they think it's the the worker. Yeah. Like, just get, he's like, I paid for it. Like, yeah, because they, they all think. They all think. But it's so. Like, when I. Because I paid it. Because when I was watching it, I was like, okay, let me see if he's. Because I was like, okay, I bet he's going to actually I mean, steal it. I mean, maybe he gave him the money. When he walked in, it's like, hey, I'm getting a six pack. I Maybe, think you guys yeah. are overthinking. I think his Jacob actions. is overthinking it. <laughs> well, because well, and because when I was watching it, I specifically was like, okay, 
is he really going to steal it or not? And he, and he literally, like, he didn't even go up to the register. He ran right out of the, like, I definitely thought he stole it. Yeah, I think he just, I think it was, he probably didn't pause long enough when he was coming out yeah, of the store. Yeah, that's probably just how they filmed it. Because, like, for instance, in that scene where they go to Pickford's house and his his mom's out by the car, uh-huh. in the background where his dad is by the fence, you can see that guy standing there. Like, the actor, you can see him standing there. Yeah, there's some... He was waiting for his cue to come stuff. out of the fence. Wasn't there a point <laughs> when they are at the drive, drive-in restaurant and the waitress oh yeah is handing yeah she the... looked the she looks right into the camera as it comes up on them like the waitress looks right at camera oh i didn't see that at all i never noticed it before and i saw it last <laughs> well yeah i didn't see that at all but yeah that when they get in the car the gut the car and the gun and it's like yeah. give, just give him the beer I man like, I him paid saying for that so like i think that you know shows like i don't know why this guy's here with a gun because i didn't steal his beer so and then you find out it's because they were destroying trash or garbage mailboxes. or mailboxes with garbage cans. Yeah. And car windows with bowling balls. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was crazy. He's like, that bowling ball said oof to that damn windshield. <laughs> <laughs> They're all like, fuck it. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of a line we didn't mention, but when um, they first bring uh, Mitch to the... Um, arcade bar whatever it is that bar and, so cool. and um slater is like hey you cool man it's <laughs> like what do you mean it's like okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's enough for slater's like uh this guy's just li- uh, lame so i'm yeah, leaving he has no idea what's <laughs> yeah so he just wanted to know if you smoke man <laughs> well and when they had when they went to that bar i immediately was like man this looks like a really cool night deposit, which I don't know if you ever went to the night deposit, Alex. Uh, yeah, with the about. pool tables and yeah. stuff. <laughs> but when I was uh, when I was eighteen, um, after I was I was working at the gas station at the time, and we used to go to the night deposit every every Saturday night when we got off work at midnight, and mm-hmm. we would go to the night deposit, and they used to go and they would buy me the uh, little strawberry margarita things that were like these little tiny cans, and mm-hmm. they would buy me those. And they would buy me the uh, Sparks energy drink beer things, cause, uh, yeah, because I didn't like beer. And they would so they would buy me those, and just bring them to me, and nobody ever cared. And I was not twenty one at the time, and nobody ever cared in that bar. And that's exactly well, that's what this cool. reminded me of. Yeah, yeah. And how, I mean, when then you have the moment when Mitch goes and buy buys beer. Yeah, at the gas station. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody's yeah, so like, surprised You're 18, that it right? Yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I'm uh, working for the city, you know. Just want to have a little money in my pocket. Yeah, he takes <laughs> he exactly what uh, exactly what he said. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. And then, yeah, then you know, he runs into his middle school buddies, and they come up with the plan to get some revenge on O'Banion. Yeah, which is awesome. Take him out of the end of the movie too, which is nice. Yeah, very nice. Uh, so, uh, real quick. I just pulled up that scene where they go get beer. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) They cut it weird. It's a weird cut. So it looks like he just keeps running out, but he doesn't. But he, like, you can see right before that scene, like, in the the script, the... The cut right before he runs out of the, the store, you can see his head, like, come over the counter. So I think they just cut it weird. 
to where he. But it looks like, like he's running is. out, right? They just didn't show enough of him. Yeah, but he, probably, he wanted it to look like he stole it. He like, probably ran away from the counter. Yeah. But they just didn't show him going up to the counter enough. But you can see him like kind of at the counter, like right before it cuts, right at that second. So oh. it cuts from him like going up to the counter to him running out. Like, do you have a time code on it? Yeah. <laughs> oh I'm my look gosh, it up later. guys, this is this I is look- not worth so much <laughs> scrutiny. <laughs> I want to look it up later. Um, let's see. It is fifty-eight minutes and eleven seconds. Okay. Thank you. Or maybe fifteen seconds. I'll figure it out from fifty-eight minutes. So. Their plan on O'Banion too is pretty great. How they um, use Carl as bait. Yeah, we finally got him. Yeah, <laughs> he um he gets tricked by the you know the other high schoolers because no nobody likes this guy. You can nope. tell. And he gets out there to do to paddle him, and then they dump the paint on him, which is so awesome. It's a good good prank. Yeah, and he gets so pissed and just leaves. That's great. Um, and then they head out to the moon tower. Moon tower. Did you guys have anything else you wanted to touch on before that? Wait, before we go out to the moon tower, um, when Mitch goes and buys beer, uh-huh. remember there's that pregnant lady that's in there? Mm. And she's smoking a cigarette and buying alcohol. Yes. Yeah. I forgot about that. And then that guy's that. all talking. The clerk's all talking to her, and he's like, "Remember to drink calcium." Uh, pregnant or what does it say? Pregnant girl, mothers yeah. need a lot of calcium. Or <laughs> growing babies need a lot of calcium. And she's all smoking and drinking. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> in that time, like they didn't care. <laughs> well, and that's back then too. The drinking age was only eighteen. Yeah. It didn't have Reagan come through and ruin everything. So. And I'm also, like, I was talking to Alex about this. I was like, I'm sure that clerk knew that Mitch was not 18. Like, he was definitely nice. Like, he's just, like. It reminded me of that scene in Freaks and Geeks when they use their fake IDs to get into that bar. Oh, yeah. And then after they're all in, the bouncer's like, man, these those fake IDs are whack or whatever. (laughs) It's like, I can't believe we're, I have to let these guys in. I haven't seen Freaks and Geeks in forever. Chris, oh, I love that show. Kristen just rewatched it a so few months good. ago. I love it. That's good. I can't believe it only lasted for one season. Okay. Um, I know. That's right <laughs> around this time period too, right? So yeah. You know, mid-70s, late-70s. Yeah. Oh, and I'm like talking about, I forgot to talk about this. They're all just driving around before they have the party at the moon tower and just like through the whole night they're just driving around and that's like so nostalgic for me because like in the town i grew up in and you guys live there too there's nothing to do there and so like all you could do is drive around and listen to music which is what i did a lot of times with my friends and it was just like i don't know the most boringest thing you could like think of at that time but it was so fun because you just got to hang around with your friends and listen to music and drive around i don't know i uh i left (laughs) that i left i left idaho uh after my but during my eighth grade year so i was not around for any of that yeah um well you guys know that black or you know our town i'm gonna say it blackfoot (laughs) Never heard of it. That our town is very small. Like, you know, 
Hey, I don't remember. I remember. Uh, so lame. Now I wouldn't go to parties or anything, but we would go watch a ten o'clock movie and then go eat Denny's and then go home <laughs> in high school. That's what I remember doing. In Blackfoot. Well, we drive to Pocatello to do it. Yeah, I don't remember any of that. Yeah, you came a couple times. I remember. Mom, mom I must remember, have let you. I remember climbing on top of ISU one time, and that oh, yeah, was on top dumb. of the whole arena. <laughs> that we did was that dumb. Three or four times. I only did it once. I only remember doing it once, and I'm pretty sure you threw your shoes off the roof. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and Chase took a pee pee off of it. Uh, yeah, that sounds like Chase. And then somebody slid down and tore their pants, and that's all. Yes, I K- Killian. Killian was yeah. with us. I have man, the guy was so annoying, but he was with us, and he slid down and <laughs> tried to slide down, and he ripped a giant, a giant <laughs> hole in the back giant of his shorts because that it's a big domed and, arena, and, and they got rivets. Holding but it yeah, together. it's rivets. It's uh, it's not smooth. No. But you could just climb on top of it so easily. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. And that was that, that might have been the one of the coolest things I think I ever did when I was in, like young kid. See, we you just know what didn't was the cool the thing I did? It was. I, it was I told it papered houses. <laughs> so I never did that yet. What a bunch of losers! I I went toilet toilet papered a house once with you, and we were like with nineteen. Me? No, Kristen, oh. <laughs> you're way too old to be toilet papering a house. <laughs> I'm going to hold a pair of my own house just so I can get the feeling of doing it. <laughs> then you go outside the next morning and like, oh, no, who told the paper in my house? These, these damn kids. <laughs> I can't believe someone would do this to me. <laughs> then I'll go to the neighbor. I'm like, can you believe it? What kind of neighborhood are we living in? And they're like, we saw you outside. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll just curse the ring doorbell. You did this. <laughs> You mean there's somebody out here that looks like me? <laughs> toilet papering my house? The I don't, past, the what bastard. am I going to do? Am I Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> what am I going to do? I don't want to be a pirate. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, gosh. Um, um, my so wa- get out to the my moon tower. My notes are pretty much done from here. So. I've got something. So they, they um, all start showing up, and then you have Adam Goldberg... Um, his name Mike, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that that trio shows up and then they're oh, walking shit. by and he makes that remark about the guy smoking weed and that Clint guy just gets all pissed off. Yeah, he gets pissed. And um, he wants to fight, but, you know, uh, they t- calm it down. Um, Jason Landon's character, London's character, calms it down. And then the guy says, I came out here to uh, drink beer and kick ass and I'm almost out of beer. And I'm like, uh, that they lived did not come out till like 1989. So why is he making this <laughs> <laughs> reference? <laughs> Unless maybe Roddy Piper was at this party. He's like, yes, hey, yeah, that's a funny line. I'm gonna hang on to that, and then he kept it for they live later on. Yeah, that's he, exactly what happened. He was uh, he was one of the guys that broke up the fight. That's what it was. He's like, I heard totally. this guy say this. But I'm going to say bubblegum instead of <laughs> beer. <laughs> also, I'm going to wear a kilt. <laughs> he doesn't wear a kilt in that movie. 
Roddy Roddy Piper does, Alex. Okay. Um, how about that moon tower? <laughs> the, I love when they're climbing up and he's like, you know, they say a freshman drink, drink a beer and fell down and hit every single rung of this thing. <laughs> how, how many beers did you have? Four. He's like, four. Oh, yeah, you're a dead man. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And then you see him when they get up there. Um, he's off back in the background, and then Slater um, is smoking the joint, and then he gives him some. And so you see he smokes a little weed, too. Mitch does. Talking about. Um, and then, you know, throughout this party, too, you got uh, those senior girls drinking out of that beer bong and i want to drink out of a beer bong i never did that that sounds like fun me either that i've also never shotgunned a beer you never shotgunned a beer dude i ain't done nothing we're supposed to shotgun a beer remember yeah and we didn't do it you me and dad i was like let's shotgun beers when we went camping last year yeah and we didn't do it (laughs) why didn't we do it do you remember why no we should have done it (laughs) I remember I was like, okay, fine, let's have a chugging contest. Yeah, and, and me and you chugged it, didn't we? No, you, me, and Dad started to do it, and I took like one drink. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I'm done. <laughs> and you're like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I did remember that. Because <laughs> <laughs> our dad, he he's like, I don't want. I'm too old to be chugging a beer, <laughs> and he just fucking kills it. Yeah, we finally talk about doing it, and uh, it was my idea. Like, I'm the one trying to yeah. get you guys to do it. <laughs> and I take one drink. I'm like, ah, that's all I could do. Oh, so God. then I finished yours and mine. That was funny. <laughs> um, Martha Washington, the whole George Washington story. Yeah. You got the so the stone stoner telling crazy stuff, uh, talking about George Washington having weed all over the place and. Which he was kind of right. He grew hemp, but you can't right. get high off of that. Yeah. <laughs> you can. It's, uh, it's so funny how um, uh, stoners like to rationalize weeds throughout history and stuff like that. Which I don't have anything. I, nothing against weed. I like weed, but it's just funny. <laughs> it's because weed is God's plant. And if it was just around always. The world would be a better place. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Adam Goldberg. I remember Kristen. Uh, you were talking about him. Oh, God. He gave me anxiety, like, so much. Like, throughout the movie. Anytime he, was ha- he had a scene, he was always, like, fidgeting or moving, like, I don't know, freaking out. And the way it just, he talks, too. Yeah, it, like, gave me anxiety. And I was like, God, I can't watch this guy anymore. <laughs> so much anxiety. Uh, my He's that way in most of his movies, too. Or th- whatever. I remember he played that Eddie in Friends. Yeah. Remember that? Um, oh, that's right. He's also he's in... in a few I just things. watched Saving Private Ryan a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, he's, he's in, in Saving Private Ryan. Well, and uh, that whole... My very last note is... Uh, man, anxiety makes you do some crazy shit. <laughs> oh yeah, and he goes and dumps the beer on it, the guy's head. Yeah, so he and the way he rationalized like Clint how again. that was going to go, like <laughs> like I'll throw one punch, they'll break up the fight because they don't want a big fight. Well, because yeah. they like, they, don't, they just did it when they were the young at each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, okay, so that'll yeah. happen again. Which he didn't even make sure that like. His friend, like yeah. the people he knew, like the like Randall and them, were near him when he did this. He should have done that first. 
because then they come and like break it up but he gets beat up before that happens <laughs> he just goes and he hits the dude and then just immediately goes to the fetal position on the ground well and the thing mm-hmm. like he hits him good he knocks him down to the ground yeah but yeah he doesn't follow up on it at all he doesn't know what to do yeah um i love later like when they get in the car later he, he's there with their um his friend the redheaded girl i can't remember her name um and he's like uh talking about it he's like well nobody remembers the winners and losers you know it's always just Just these two guys got into a brawl yeah and i was like so true i mean that's so much about what high school is is you can't get out of the what's happening now to realize nobody's gonna care about any of this stuff um i love to you have sabrina and anthony rapp's character and he's dropping her off and he's like nothing like uh pancakes and syrup after a night of drinking <laughs> it's like he sounds so lame <laughs> <laughs> and then he like goes to kiss her and he gives her a little peck and then she like you know gives him a real kiss mm-hmm. and she's the freshman and he's the senior <laughs> well sometimes you gotta take initiative on things yeah it's true our first kiss, I kissed you, so. I know you were obsessed with me. I know, and I don't know why. Because <laughs> you're Pisces. Us Pisces are, we find something we like, and we just try to grab onto it. I know. Yep. I couldn't get away. I'm stuck here. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um. Then, yeah, uh, the core group of... Um, Pink Floyd, Wooderson, Slater, Sh- Sasha, I don't know, <laughs> getting real names, fake names, <laughs> Mila Jovovich. Oh, okay, wait, so you're talking his about girlfriend. how they... They all go to smoke um, weed on the 50-yard line of the football field. Oh, yeah. We also didn't touch on... Wait, Mila Jovovich isn't in that. Oh, she's not. No, not in that scene. Oh, well. So what I was going to say is why Pickford and Mila are in that one is because Jason Landon and Sean Andrews, the guy who plays Pickford, mm-hmm. they didn't get along on set. Like they like got into so many arguments. They actually almost started fighting. And so they didn't have a lot of scenes. They had scenes together, but they didn't have any dialogue. If you guys notice that, like mm-hmm. when they're at his house, they don't talk to each other. They talk like Slater talks to him or he talks to Slater, or Jason talks to Slater, but they don't have any dialogue between them. Oh, interesting. So they that's why Pickford's not included in that last couple of scenes, like at the football field and when they're leaving, you know, for the next day, um, is because they didn't get along. Oh, okay. Well. That was in the trivia. Something uh, else that was interesting about the filming uh, that I saw, and I can't find it now but i think uh, like matthew mcconaughey's like dad died when they were filming this movie and they had to like oh, stop yeah. production and so he'd like help do the funeral and stuff like that for a few days uh, which i thought was which is uh interesting which is you know yeah cool they stopped all that and stuff that also nice. that uh that his character you know wooderson he wasn't even supposed to be like a real character in the movie he was supposed to be just like some small part cast by uh, a local a local person for budget purposes, 
but um, according to the thing, uh, uh, McConaughey approached approached Phillips uh, in a bar, uh, saying that uh, something about it. I can't remember. But he's basically, like, "Man, you gotta cast me in your movie because we just gotta keep on living." L I V I N. It said that uh, most of most of the Woodison role was improvised or written on the spot. That's cool. McConaughey is amazing. He's so yeah, cool. like his "All right, all right, all right" is like what he improvised, yeah. and they liked it a lot, and so they kept it in. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's a. Uh, I really like. So yeah, they go out to the football field. Although we didn't touch on, I don't know if you guys have anything to say, but I didn't quite understand the relationship between. Um, Randall f- and Mitch's sister. Like, they s- they sneak away at the party, make oh, yeah. out for a little bit. Like, oh, out in the forest? Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. Um, she initially, you know, she brings him out there to make out. And then, and then she's like, don't you have a girlfriend? And then that's it. Yeah. It well, maybe she likes him, but he won't break up with his girlfriend. Yeah. Or... Something like that. Maybe. Yeah. Complicated. Things are complicated. And he's even like, what girlfriend? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, can we either wrap it up or pause? Because I got to pee really bad. Yeah. Do you, What do you want to do? I guess we got a few things still to go over. Okay. Let me take a... Let me go real quick. I'll be right back. Okay. He's going to take a, a... Oh, yeah. It's a... Um, I'll, I'll, ta- I'll take pee. I'll take, <laughs> I'll take pee. <laughs> okay, go pee. So that I found that trivia about Matthew McConaughey's um, "All right, all right, all right" line. Uh-huh. He got the idea from a recording of Jim Morrison saying "All right" four times in rapid succession. Oh, interesting. The scene where he flirts with Cynthia—that's the redhead—was shot on the evening after McConaughey's costume fitting, and he was not supposed to be in the scene at all originally. But they put him in the scene after enthusiastically approving of McConaughey's costume and started reasoning with him if Wooderson would be attracted to someone like Cynthia. Interesting. That is interesting. It's the most interesting thing I've ever heard. Okay. So, you know, they're out at the 50-yard line, and I love, you know, he's like, oh, you got my papers? And Wooderson goes to get them. And he comes back and he brings that pledge back out, which Randall is trying to get rid of. And, they, you know, his, his Sasha, his friend, is wanting him to sign it, just do it for the team. And mm-hmm. he makes a really good argument. And it's – me and Kristen were talking about things like this last week. Um, but he's like, you know, while you're here, just do – you know, I just want to be as good as I c- could while I'm here, you know. Do everything as good as I can while I'm here. Have as much fun as I can while I'm stuck here. Um, things like that. And uh, I really, that really struck a chord with me. Because that's how I, f- that's how I felt about you know high school. Like I, and at college and stuff like that. I'm, I think that's just my mentality in life is, um, you know, in the moment I'm gonna put as much effort as I can in whatever I'm doing. So. I really liked that. And then, you know, he, 
cops show up and then they end up calling the coach and he tells the coach he's not signing that paper which is really that was an awesome way to kind of finish that question that you'd had throughout the movie although it's like dude you're throwing away your entire future no i mean not necessarily who knows not necessarily but he could i don't i don't, I don't know let if him i play necessarily quarterback. got the yeah he, he could let him play quarterback yeah but i was gonna say i didn't really see that like that seemed, kind of seemed like you know he's gonna be the quarterback he's not making like great grades you know probably mm-hmm. not that i could tell from i don't know he seemed like a smart guy he had his head on his shoulders but he was he wasn't gonna not enjoy he wasn't gonna be himself not stop being himself yeah no i agree i agree that it's uh i'm glad that he did it i was just yeah you know me thinking as an old man now thinking about a high school kid going whenever i think about football players and people like that that are really jockey yeah mm-hmm. i always think like okay you're gonna play football you're gonna be good at, like if you're good at football you want to go and try to play football and in this movie, you know, the quarterback, he's good at football. He's just, like, throwing the football. I don't know. It just kind of – it seemed surprising to me that he was going to just crumple it up and throw it away. Well, and he and, talks about when they they first get that thing and he and the Sasha guy are walking the halls in the school. It's like talking about how, you know, we're popular. We get to have, you know, yeah, we basically have get a lot like of girlfriends. Players, yeah, yeah, and he's like, we could do the same thing in a band. And he's just like – he doesn't see the um, necessity of football. Yeah. Which is interesting. Like, okay, well, why are you even playing football, dude? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I think he just like, like I'm. I always thought about this because I've seen this movie a lot, but it's just the fact that he didn't want to lie to himself about it because, like. His friends and everybody were always just sign it, like it's yeah, fine, like it. It you know, you don't matter, have to yeah. abide to it, yeah. But he didn't want to have to lie about it, like that's the whole point of he it. Wanted to be a because, man of his word, yeah. And like he like stuck up for what he, what he likes and who he likes and everything. Because like when the coach gets there and he's like, "You've been hanging out with that pack of losers all night," and he's like, "You don't even know them." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, they just, like, he doesn't like that people he he's friends with automatically get put down as losers. Yeah. Yeah. He's they're a, all, it's a good losers, character. Though. I think it's also because it's, it's based in Texas. And Texas is, like, really big on football. Like, big. Big. And they take it very seriously. And so I think he was kind of rebelling against that, too. Like, there's got to be more than just playing football. Yeah, more than this town. Yeah. yeah. One thing that I thought was interesting when I was reading the trivia is, uh, I, uh, according to, like, Rotten Tomatoes, or, like, something on Rotten Tomatoes, it was saying that uh, this movie is credited for putting Austin, Texas on the map. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Hmm. Um, and then you also have the scene, or... You know, after that, he tells him off, too. I like the part where uh, Wooderson's like, man, I got my third wind. <laughs> Let's keep it going. Like, man, it's <laughs> time to go to bed, bro. <laughs> um, but then you have Mitch coming home. And just like his sister had told him earlier, his mom was waiting for him. Mm-hmm. And my favorite thing about that was when he goes to open the door, you, th- you have dog scratch marks on the door. It's like they picked a 
it seemed like a real house, you know? It wasn't just a a set, or at least it didn't seem that way. I can't imagine they thought enough ahead to put, let's put dog scratch marks on the door unless it was real. No, it was, so I it thought was, that was cool. It was filmed in Texas. It was filmed in a real town. I I mean the house. Like I thought the I think the house was a real house, not a sound stage or something. A lot, yeah. A lot of it was real. Like that Emporium place was a real place. Um, the school, like all of it, like oh. was real. Like yeah. it was all based. Awesome. In, it was all in a real town in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, like that top notch burger place. Like that that was a real restaurant in Texas. Oh, that's cool. And it ended up closing or something in like the early two thousands and then they just like recently opened it back up again. Oh really? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And they have like the original paddles that were used in the movie, they have those like hanging up in the restaurant. Wow. Oh wow. Cool. So, um he give you know, the mom gives him the jail out at a free card. Get out of jail free card. Um, for the night and you just see he's like he went from dreading high school dreading dealing with the seniors and stuff to you know he found uh, his calling and he seems like he would like jacob was saying he might follow in the footsteps of randall yeah pink floyd and i'll tell you what if i gotta take 10 little whoopings on, on my booty to feel that way in high school all day baby all day You'll get ten little beatings I'll, I'll get on ten your booty all day. On my booty to feel like if I if all it took was like to feel that way. And <laughs> I know what you're parties, saying. Just, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um. And then yeah, you zoom back in on uh the guys driving away wherever they're going, and then it fades out. And I thought because I you know. I, this movie is really making me think of American graffiti and you have the after credit scenes or after credit things where it tells you what happened to them in American graffiti. Uh-huh. <laughs> and in my head, it just popped up. Um, they die, died in a car accident. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> they were all too tired and drunk to drive. Oh my God. So I was like, man, Every character died in one car. Well, all those ones who were in that car. <laughs> Everybody was in the movie. All in one big car. And what was really like fitting is that they were going, they were driving to go get Aerosmith tickets, and the yeah, first song that came on in the movie was Aerosmith. Yeah. And Wooderson's gonna take um, the redheaded girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting he um that he was attracted to that it made his character a little more interesting. But I mean, it's still just it's just gross to me. Well, I mean, you can't really root for I guess she's going to be 18 soon, but still. It's gross from his yeah. point of view to me. I don't know. Thinking as like a teenage girl. Well, sure, from <laughs> her that's there. what I'm saying from her point of view, I'm sure it's cool. Um, also, thinking about but like, from his know, point of view, it's just like gross. Thinking about just age differences of people, you know, m- mom and dad. You know, they had like eleven years difference, and it's not like seven, oh, man, eight that's, years. That's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> it's just oh that God. time in life. Yeah, it's just because of where they were at. In terms yeah, of exactly. Their, their impression, like yeah. how impressionable they are, and everything. Yeah. 
cool I, that's all i've got about the movie do you guys have anything else you want to say for the, the story before we add our final thoughts um i don't know did we talk about the cars in this movie um Not really. i mentioned that i was like, like look at that the car at the that beginning all that of was them it. are amazing like yeah. they have so many good cars in this movie i mentioned yeah. that i wanted to that i want to get an el camino oh i always wanted an el camino when i was younger now i don't but <laughs> i still want one I want and then one. i can I sing fat lip by some 41 I got this couch in my garage. I got to take it to the dump. And if I had an El Camino, that'd be dope. Just throw it in there. Take it to the dump. If you, if you ha- Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant if you found an El Camino at the dump. That'd be dope. <laughs> that would be dope. <laughs> I'm going to the dump. Oh, my God. <laughs> I went to, to the, the dump yard, a couple, like, a month ago or so. Um, and uh, it was me and Dad. We were dropping crap off. And then... I almost slipped and like impaled myself on an old weight lifting machine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was crazy. I ended up missing it, but I, I stepped in God knows what and I ended up having to wash my shoes off and they're still sitting outside. They've been out there for like a month. Wow. Um, final thoughts then. Do you guys want me to go first since I'm the Yeah, you go first. The more of the downer. So I I gave this movie on Letterboxd, our official rating system, three and a half stars out of five. Yeah, boo. So (laughs) that's pretty good. Um, When you think about it, uh, that's like a seven out of ten. So three and a half out of five. I don't think that's correct. Five times two is ten. Three and a half times two is seven. Seven out of ten. Let me do some math real quick. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, it's my like, biggest it's like a takeaway, bro. Three out of five is sixty percent. Okay, so three three out of five is, but three and a half out of five is seventy percent. Okay, I'm checked out. I don't know how. I don't know math. All right. <laughs> anyway. I, my final thoughts are I See. love the soundtrack to this movie. It de- you definitely get a good coming of age story and you know even though you didn't grow up there I think you get that nostalgia. Um I want to go to a cake party out at the Moon Tower. Like I want to do that. Um but yeah, we talked about it a bit. The hazing I just it's just uncomfortable for me. And then I just can't imagine why people would want to haze people like that. It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, and then the female characters, I really think they could have done a, a much better job. Maybe originally they had, you know, more to them and it got cut out. Um, because they do seem like they're setting up more of a story with them than what happens. Uh, so... I'd recommend, you know, I think that's a worthwhile watch, but it's not a movie that um, I I would go back to myself. You want to hear my very opposite review of this movie? <laughs> Five stars, first of all, because I have a I have understanding of greatness. Um, <laughs> threw a little, threw a heart in there just in case people didn't understand. 
first line of my review. This might be the greatest movie of all time. Boom. There you go. Is it? Are you adding it to your top four? Second line. I might also be dazed and confused. So <laughs> there you go. Um, but I loved it. I'm going to rewatch it. I'm going to get high. I'm going to get drunk. And I'm going to have a good time, baby. So loved, loved the movie. I thought it was so fun. Uh, the whole time watching it, I was just having a good time. Um, I don't... The hazing for me, you know, it definitely wasn't nearly as bad as some of the stuff that I felt when I was watching American Graffiti, where I just got super uncomfortable and I couldn't even watch it. And I was just like, ugh. Whereas this, I just had a good time the whole time. So, I don't I just had a way different feel than you did with it, which, you know, teach their own. But soundtrack is amazing. Um, I loved, I loved a lot of the acting in this movie. I I agree. I didn't think about it when I was watching it, but retrospectively, some of the female stories could have been could have been better. But five stars, baby. <laughs> so I also gave it five stars, and it is in my top four on Letterbox. <laughs> um, it's just I don't know. It's an awesome movie. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it. I love so it. It's, so it's just such a good movie all around. Like, I don't know. It's just awesome. <laughs> Kristen's thoughts are succinct, persuasive. So, one thing I thought of, this movie came out in 93, and it was set in 76. Nice. That'd be like a movie coming out now, you know, um, coming out in 2021. And it was set in 2000, 2004, 2003, 2004. Jesus. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> well, you think about the kind of styles and everything that's happening, like stuff that's directed now, it's late 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. No, so it makes sense. It makes just, total sense. Yep. It's so wild. Time is well, weird, man. And then when you think about it and you think about what they're talking about in this movie, the decades theory, bro, you know? Makes sense. It's like Matthew McConaughey said in True Detective. Time is <laughs> a right, flat right, circle. Right. Oh. Time Remember is a flat True circle. Detective? Yeah. Season one? I didn't watch yeah. season two. Me neither. Or season three. Although I should want to. Because it has Mahershala Ali in it. I only watched movies with Muhammad Ali in it. He, Muhammad Ali wasn't in this movie. Yeah, I didn't watch this movie. <laughs> 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 All right. I think that's... Um, Final thoughts are done, right? Wrapped yeah. up? Wrapped up. Oh, yep. Uh, yep, yep. From here on, we who has the next pick? Kristen? Kristen. So from the year 1991? Yes. the year 1991. Hey, what's your guys' Chinese um, zodiac animals? I think, um, I think, I might I be think mine's a sheep or a goat. I can't remember. Oh, my gosh. You guys. What? I can tell you Chinese zodiac sign. animals. Do you know yours? I'm a horse. I can tell you. Horse. I can tell you my astrological signs, and I can tell you my rising sign, and my <laughs> all that good stuff. I can tell you my all that's chart. mumbo jumbo. The only thing that matters is your Chinese zodiac animal. I disagree. Oh my god. What is mine? Nine, I don't know. Ninety-three. I'm, I'm the rooster. Yeah, I was right. I said I was the cock. I'm right. 
91 is the goat. Mine's yep. a goat. Okay, what's your what's your movie? I'm excited to be. Oh god, I don't know. It's so hard to choose. I don't know which one. I've been looking through lists of movies that came out in 1991 and I don't know. <laughs> I can't believe Kristen doesn't have a movie ready. I can't <laughs> choose. I really can't. It's difficult. It's difficult. It's difficult. Those aren't words. Yeah, it is. It's from Bluey. <laughs> Bingo. Um. Oh, biscuits. Tarla and I always do the dance one for the bingo theme song. Yeah. It's so funny. Our kids <laughs> both say that the other one is bingo, and they both say that they are bluey. <laughs> so when we're watching, Logan's like, when it's like, bingo, he'll point at Isla. <laughs> and then Bluey's like, it's me. That's funny. And then Isla's like, no, I'm bluey. You're bingo. <laughs> Tari, I don't think, cares about bluey at all. I think Tari only cares about bingo. Oh, how funny. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> she always gets excited when Bingo, when it, in the song when it's Bingo. She's like, Bingo! <laughs> <laughs> and then she kind of like just spins around for the blue part. But I always get pumped. Because mom is first, you know? And so I'm always like, Mom! And then it's Dad. I'm like, Dad. <laughs> well, I should be way more excited for the Dad part. Do you have a... A favorite episode that you've seen of Bluey? Uh, I I don't know if I have a favorite episode, but the episode that I that I remember the most is the one where they're pulling tree stumps out. Oh yeah, and, and <laughs> stump, fest. stump fest. Yeah, and they're doing the nails. <laughs> stump fest. And they're doing the nail salon. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and she's like, you know, they are playing. You're ruining their game. I like that. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah, that's cute. They're like those episodes are so heartfelt. Like, I've cried multiple times in the episode. We watched a TikTok tonight that had a bluey clip in it, and Christmas. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my gosh! I'll have to send it to you if I can find it again. I don't think I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just tell you about it after this. Okay, so I choose Point Break. Ooh, Point Break. Yep. I've seen parts of this movie so this will be fun to I'm actually excited. watch it i'm excited because it has two very hot actors in it and i am super excited to see them on screen <laughs> with their shirts off yes are you talking about uh william defoe yes <laughs> hey i like william defoe <laughs> no i'm talking about gary B- boosie <laughs> <laughs> This movie was directed by Catherine Bigelow, right? Too. That's oh, oh. Gary Busey is in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Catherine Bigelow is the director. James Cameron was the producer. Oh, interesting. It won, it won the MTV Movie Award for Most Desirable Male. So. I always wanted to get mail from this movie. But you I got, never got a single letter. Oh, Lori you, Petty's you got in mail. this. Oh, John C. McGinley's in it, too. Oh, man. Okay, I'm excited. This will be fun. I forgot he was in that. So that'll be 91. Um, I do have my movie queued up, too. So if anybody wants to pre-watch ahead, um, my movie will be Goodfellas coming up from the year 1990. Oh, gosh. That movie's long, isn't it? Like two and a half hours. Oh, God. Oh but it's so good. It's my favorite Scorsese. It's my favorite Scorsese movie. movie. I like I've that movie, seen too. it. 
I don't know if I want to rewatch it. Well, you're gonna. Damn it. Okay. Have I seen that movie? Maybe I've seen Goodfellas. Is that a different movie? What did a you say? Movie than what? <laughs> what, what movie did you say? Goodfellas. Oh with... yeah, it's the same movie. What am I thinking of? Gangsters of New York. Are you thinking of The Godfather? <laughs> I'm not thinking of Gangsters of New York. Is what I'm thinking of. Gangsters of New York is longer than. That's the movie I was Goodfellas. thinking about when you said. Are that. you guys talking about Gangs of New York? Yeah, that's. No, I'm talking about Gangs of New York together. Gangs of New York. I was like, I'm what's talking about, I'm of talking New about York? the 18-hour film Gangsters of New York. <laughs> That'll be fun. Um. That'll be our next two episodes, and then we'll have a new theme coming from Kristen after that. So. Yay! I think that uh, about does it. Um, we'll do some quick plugs because I think this was a longer episode, but please like, review, um, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or anywhere you uh, listen. Um, and you can also follow us on Twitter at ILL Take Number Three Podcast. At I'll Take Three Podcast. Um, individually, I am on Twitter at Alex Expressed. Big news, big news, listeners. The changes happened. My Twitter <laughs> is no longer my name. You can now find me on Twitter at Mr. Jake Duke. A little easier to spell, a little easier to find. So give me a follow, Mr. Jake Duke. And I am at I am Kristen One. I think. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Definitely. <Okay. laughs> I was very confident, and then, like, that split second, I, <laughs> got, I don't know what it is. <laughs> hey, during this episode, I just, rem- I just realized we didn't have any crazy uh, hashtags we needed to throw any out at the very end. If you listened all the way through this episode, please use hashtag Gangsters of New York. Um, <laughs> otherwise, I think we will sign off here, and we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye.